Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene Mini episode. Hi. Hi. Let's talk about some stories from this past week. This is actually an older story. It happened last week. Okay. I think. And I know you know this story, mm-hmm. but I wanted to give you an update on it. Okay. It's about Hank the Tank. Oh, yay. You love Hank the Tank. Who doesn't? <laughs> if you don't know who Hank the Tank is, he is a 500 pound bear who lives in the Lake Tahoe area of California. Yes. And he has been accused of <laughs> busting in through people's homes, raiding their fridges, and looking for leftover pizza. I love that he loves pizza. That's his favorite food. I just feel like th- that we're in their home. <laughs> it's true. We're in the wilderness. That's where they live. We have a house full of food. It's only natural that they're going to want to get some. <laughs> well, it's kind of like... You ever walk by someone's house and they're barbecuing and it smells really good? Yeah. And you kind of just want to, like, sometimes, have you ever thought about just going to them, like, hey, what's, what are you guys cooking? Yeah. Or like thinking they'd be like, come on over, neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) I have hoped that sometimes. I've thought that sometimes when I'm at a restaurant and my food's taking a long time and the table next to us gets food, I'm like, can I have a bite? (laughs) (laughs) I've honestly thought someone might. Offer me one of their fries before. Yeah, I'm just like so hungry. Wait, did that happen at Balthazar? Maybe. All it, I don't know if they actually gave us the fries, but I remember we were at Balthazar together and this lady... Oh, she left the fries. She left she, her plate and it was full of fries. Okay. And we were like, should we? That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. Because we were starving. It was like after a work thing. Yeah. And so we like rushed over there. It was like pretty, it was like, I we hadn't know. really eaten. I think in a we while. had a few snacks. Yeah. So we were starving and we were waiting for our food. And this lady ordered her meal and it came with a big side of fries. And their fries there are amazing. Oh, so good. And she wasn't eating her fries. It was insulting. Yeah. And then she just left. And then I was she like, left. you know what? You fucking Why? bitch. Just get a salad, you dumbass. <laughs> Okay, so so Hank the Tank, I'm going to read an update from the Los Angeles Times. It said, a Tahoe bear faced euthanasia after a spate of break-ins. DNA evidence spared him. So they were... Uh, The Innocence Project, once again, (laughs) has come through. You know what? Not just for people, for no. animals too. He was on death row, basically. He was. And he was found innocent. Here's why he was found innocent. It says, In- Internet celebrity serial break-in suspect and 500-pound black bear Hank the Tank was falsely accused, at least partly. The bear has been <laughs> suspected of breaking into nearly 30 homes and causing extensive property damage in South Lake Tahoe, California. Over the last seven months... As he searched for snacks, 
earning him the designation of a, quote, severely food-habituated bear and putting him at risk of being euthanized and relocated. Uh, And then it says, but evidence gathered after a break-in reported last week planted doubt that Hank had been the sole culprit in the crime spree, saving him from euthanasia by state wildlife officials. Here's a quote from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. They said, DNA evidence collected from the most recent incidents as well as prior incidents over the past several months prove that at least three bears <gasps> were responsible for breaking into numerous residences. I got to think that's one of the cons of living in Lake Tahoe. Is you that, get bear break-ins. Yeah. It's woodsy there. Here's the thing. We've talked about this specifically on the show before about how much I love Lake Tahoe. Yeah. I went there as a kid. I've even looked at houses in Lake Tahoe, not that I can have, I'm in a position to buy property right now, but right. I have just fantasized. Yeah. I fantasized like, oh, what's my dream Lake Tahoe house look like? Yeah. But it's always the bears that get me. That make I'm, you not want to live I'm there. I'm really afraid of bears, Desi. And I know like you, this is an, kind of an anomaly or an unusual situation because the bears are generally afraid of humans. Yeah. And that's why you're not supposed to feed them. Right. Because then they get not afraid of humans yeah. and they break into your house, I guess. I don't care. Even if I see a bear, I'm going to pee my pants. Uh, I would be scared if I saw a bear. But I do feel like they have the right to exist in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> I mean, it is their home. I just don't. They were there first. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the bears should be killed. No. I don't Unless want the, they're I don't like want eating humans. Killed. Like, yeah. they or, should be relocated. Or why can't we do something with them? Uh, I don't know why he has to be killed just for eating pizza. <laughs> Seems harsh. Right. We don't have any evidence he's eaten a person yet. He's only no, well, we pizza. would probably know if there was a dead person from bear attack, right? How did they collect the DNA? Is this from the shit that he left in the house? Did I he have also... no idea. Did he leave? <laughs> he took a glass of water and left it on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> right, like he spit some gum out yeah. and they collected it in And they napkin. like picked it out of the yeah. garbage. <laughs> we know how things work. We've seen crime TVs. <laughs> it said uh, they continued... Uh, Los Angeles Times continued, Hank has been implicated in last week's break-in in likely based on visual observation, according to the statement, but DNA evidence showed that the real perpetrator was a female bear, <gasps> said Whoa. department spokesman Peter Tira. Members of a homeowners association in the waterfront Tahoe Keys neighborhood voted last week to allow wildlife officials to set traps on their properties to catch Hank. Even bear advocates admitted he should no longer be allowed to roam free, although they pushed for relocation over euthanasia in the event of his capture. He's on a mission. You can tell he likes to eat, said Ann Bryant, Ann Bryant, who oversees the Bear League. The big guy likes to eat where it's easy to get food, and he doesn't like to forage. <laughs> I relate to that. I just find him very relatable. He's got a very cute face <laughs> haven't seen a picture of them it's a must see he's very large he's got like a long pointy nose and he always just looks a little sad i think bears are cute they're very cute i mean look i would not i would be scared if a bear was breaking into my house but i would i would not want the bear killed no 
So I would not, I would not like call the cops on the bear. No, (laughs) like seriously. Yeah. I would just have to deal with it some other way. I would not want the bear killed. Like I couldn't live with that. No. Uh, and I just feel like, isn't this like a great example of an, like if people are anti zoo, like, isn't this a great example of like, well, this can go into a wildlife preserve where people can look at wild animals. Cause it's like the alternative is death, right? Like, right. Or something like that. I have no idea. I just feel like there has to be a better option right. than killing this bear. Who's just doing what, bears what we, do. what bears do and what we forced him into right. by living in his area. Right. <laughs> Very pro bear stance on this podcast. I, I yeah. mean, I look, I agree. I, I, I'm still scared of them. Oh, well, you should be scared of bears. That's why I've lived in cities my Although whole life. Although that type of bear is probably not uh, harmful, right? It's like, true. It's not like a grizzly bear. It's not like a, or the bear that killed that guy in the documentary. The grizzly bear. Is that a grizzly yeah, in that documentary? it's called Grizzly Man. Oh, that's right. I didn't know if that was just his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to stop for a second because Melon is... Speaking of grizzly, <laughs> our own resident grizzly bear. If you can hear that noise, it sounds like I don't know an earthquake happening in the background. Melon is currently destroying a box that my bras from Nordstrom came in. Wow. We talked. Oh, we oh, talked yeah. about that on the Patreon. Yeah, everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Great, Rachel. You wear bras. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on one second. Our next story is about Desi's family. They made the news this week. The story is out of Florida. <laughs> oh, boy. Disney World. <gasps> it's a Disney World story. This came from the World Wow News Today. Hmm. It was in other news outlets, too. But okay. this is like the official Disney news site. Oh. It says, in an ongoing series of... Recent fights at Walt Disney World, police arrested two drunk guests on multiple charges. The arrest report reads like the plot of a Jersey Shore episode. Two sisters from New Jersey get into a drunken, naked fight. Only it didn't happen in the Garden State. It took place at Disney Springs. The two women, ages 29 and 31, were vacationing with their family in Orlando. That night, the sisters ate at a steakhouse and seemed to be having an enjoyable evening at first even if they were 30 minutes late to their reservation. They got... <laughs> I don't know why that's in parentheses. It says they got drinks at an Irish restaurant. The problem... <laughs> sorry. The problems... See, this is why Disneyland is smart to not have alcohol there. Well, that's what they have it in California I Adventure. know they do, and that that's... You know what? I don't know. Maybe they have things more under control. It seems... It's more contained. I don't think people know, and it's not as popular... Over there. It's, I mean, it's pretty popular, but like... It's not like a free-for-all like it is at Walt Disney World. Maybe. I yeah, don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I've, I've never been to Disney World. Disneyland, I feel like, is a little more um, quaint. Yeah. And maybe Walt Disney World just gets more a variety of people because there's so many theme parks there. Right. It's not yeah. just Disneyland. Right. Okay. The problem. Then the problems began. Small at first when they tried to go back to their hotel off Disney property. Their phone died. Disney security helped them call an Uber. The Uber driver refused to take them as he worried they were too drunk. The women argued while waiting for a taxi, and their night unraveled. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mom and slapped her. The younger sister 
<laughs> threatened to punch her in return. It was late at around 12.40 a.m. when the Orlando County Sheriff's Office got a dispatch about a fight happening at Disney Springs. What is Disney Springs? I have no idea. Okay. Some area of the park, I guess. Okay. The younger sister was screaming and crying when they arrived near Cirque du Soleil. What? <laughs> what the hell's going on there? <laughs> she wore only her underwear and sandals. <laughs> Deputies assisted her with putting on a blue jean jacket since she was not wearing any clothing, the sheriff's report said. Where did they go? Dep- <laughs> I, I think during the fight they stripped. Okay. Deputies soon learned the story of what had happened. A Disney security manager witnessed nearly everything during the October 26th brawl. Okay, so this brawl happened in October, but it was just recently reported. Okay. The sheriff's office did not release the report until this week, months later. This is according to the sheriff. Both females were screaming at each other. The security manager said one female was sitting on a bench while the second female was standing over her. After attempting to calm the situation, the security manager said one female slapped the other in the face. At that point, both females began punching, slapping, and pulling each other's hair, the sheriff's report said. The security manager manager pulled the two drunk guests apart. Once separated, both sisters ran at each other, slipped in the younger sister's vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now I know why they took their clothes off. I need to know. I feel like the, we forgot stuff. where the vomit came, though. Where did the vomit come from? They're missing in yeah. the report. There's a gap here. Yeah. Then fell into the bushes while still fighting. Ugh. The security manager stated the younger sister ran a few feet away and took off her dress, exposing her breasts. Shortly after they began <laughs> to punch each other again, the security manager and another cast member who witnessed the fight were able to separate the two again until the off-duty deputies arrived on the scene. I'd love to know if the cast member was in costume or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it Chip and Dale or something? Yes, Chip and Dale came over to try and... That's like an important detail. <laughs> the report noted that Disney did not have video surveillance, <sighs> that's a shame, of the drunken naked brawl. When the deputies questioned the younger sister, the report said she only wanted to talk about how she didn't like her sister's boyfriend. The officers arrested the drunk guests for domestic violence, battery, and disorderly intoxication, which are misdemeanor crimes. Neither woman sustained injuries. They were very intoxicated, the sheriff's report noted, and endangered the safety of other guests and cast members at Disney Springs by physically fighting in a public area. Unfortunately, Desi, we don't have a picture of your cousins here. So well, first you're of gonna all, have to provide some I'm for not us. taking credit for Jersey, girls. <laughs> Oh, right. They're from New Jersey. They're from Jersey. That's not my deal. Um, I need to know, and if our listeners can tell us, you can email us at hollywoodcrimescene at gmail.com. I need to know if you've ever done something like this while you're so drunk, how do you recover? Yeah. Like, what do you do when you sober up and realize that you've done something this level of drunk insanity? Like... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never, I've gotten drunk before, but I don't do this kind of stuff. I'm very curious, like, how you recover. Do you just ignore it? Do you not remember it? Like, are you asking me or are you asking our listeners? I'm asking the listeners if they have a story of doing something like this and then (laughs) having to deal with it the next day that you got naked at Disneyland beating your sister up. Like, that is, 
<laughs> I need to know how you get past that. Like, do you right. know what I'm saying? I Why do you have a story? <laughs> I do have a a really embarrassing naked drunk story. But were you fighting? No, but I was running on the streets of Napa. It was a rural road, but I was still running on the streets of Napa naked. But why my, were you naked? For fun? For fun. Okay. I was with my best friend. It was late at night. We were staying at my friend's house in Napa, and we were in high school, and we stripped off all our clothes, and we're like, let's go streaking, because oh. we're teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's but, different, though. But the problem was, <laughs> was that... Both of us tripped and fell into a ditch. Oh my god! And she broke her ankle. <gasps> and oh we, my god! And we had our big senior theater play that we were going to a theater competition, like up in Amador, California. Oh my god! And she has this fucking boot on her foot. Oh no! And we returned to school um, that Monday, and the drama teacher who knew our deal. Yeah, he he, he knew our whole deal. He was very. Very, we were close. We were all close with him. He just looks and he goes, "Come on, guys!" He just knew. (laughs) It wasn't even. It wasn't even like, "Oh my god!" Like, "Are you okay?" He was just like, "You guys!" Like, he just knew it was from something. Right. It was from something bad. Yeah, but I've never done anything like that. Was just my my. But that's also they're doing a public. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've never stripped down naked in a public setting before. This was fortunate. Hopefully, no other houses were looking at me. Also, I'd love to know like the psychology behind taking your clothes off in a fight because I feel like that's a thing. Like guys take their shirts off sometimes. Yes, is it because you don't want people grabbing? having something to grab onto maybe maybe it's like a visceral reaction like it's like you can't <laughs> you're on fire it. you just yeah. take your clothes yeah. off yeah or like, it's so interesting to me i think it's yeah maybe it's like some weird um fucking primal thing where you're like i need these clothes off right now because guys always take their shirts off before they fight always like it's crazy yeah um no i'm so interested in that because i've never like my, my drunkenness is saying something like I shouldn't say. Right. That's my drunkenness. Right. I don't do anything too out there. I don't really get drunk like that though either. Even yeah. in my youth, I usually passed out if I was that drunk. Like I don't right. keep going when I'm that drunk. I'm right. like, okay, time to go to sleep or whatever. Right. So that's good. I mean, I'm blessed, I guess. <laughs> and that's why I don't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because who knows, a couple, 10 more years of that? I don't get amped up. Like, that's like where you're just like, they're like, they're like amped up. Yeah. I mean, I've never gotten into that kind of a fight with someone. I don't fight, period. So maybe that's it. Like, maybe if you're naturally kind of inclined to get physical in fights. And these are two sisters. So something was brewing for a long time, probably. I would love to interview them. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know details. I would like to know if the boyfriend in question is really a piece of shit. I'd like to also. Know, why does she care well, so much? I'd like to know also if the other one's a really a bad mom. I want to know. I have questions. I feel like the bad mom is. Um, she knows that's a dig that will hurt her. Well, look, she did right? get like, naked and drunk at Disney World and. Slip in someone's vomit. I like how they got drinks first at an Irish restaurant. Like, just like <laughs> the whole thing is a mess. It's such a mess. I need to know what Disney Springs is. It's like, is that the area in between the parks where That's everyone what I can think go? Kind of like downtown Disney or something. That's what I think it is. I'm sure someone will tell us. Yeah. But uh, anyway, what a wild story out of Disney World. 
Uh, here's an interesting story from a local Fox affiliate. This is out of Atlanta, Georgia. It says, Atlanta, Georgia, a woman in Atlanta says she quit her job in order to pump enough breast milk to feed her bodybuilding boyfriend every two hours. I'm going to be sick. (laughs) This is a mommy milkers story. Why? (laughs) I'm so upset. According to the sun, Jennifer Mulford left her job as a bartender so she could produce enough milk for her boyfriend, Brad Leeson, full time. Mulford said she was single when she found a website about adult breastfeeding relationships or ABR. Oh, (laughs) I like how that tries to make it sound official. <laughs> it's it capitalized adult ABR. breastfeeding relationships. I have always enjoyed my breasts being touched during sex more than anything else, so I knew I would enjoy it, she told the son. I use dating sites. I keep forgetting that this is not her son. She's saying it too, that that's the name of the newspaper. <laughs> I'm like, wait, why is she telling her son this? No. <laughs> I use dating sites, put messages on ABR forums. I even put an advert on Craigslist, but I drew a blank. I started to think I'd never get to try adult breastfeeding. Eventually, she started talking with Leeson, a former high school boyfriend. Aw. What's the chance that that would be where it came to fruition? This is like when you finally meet your soulmate and it's someone who was already your high school sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the perfect time to bring up adult breastfeeding and see if he'd be interested. Mulford, 36, gave birth to her daughter 20 years ago and said she had to dry breastfeed Leeson every two hours and use a breast pump to fool her body into lactating. What the hell? I've never taken a, br- I've taken a break from my job because I want to devote everything to making this work. Mulford says she believes adult breastfeeding will create a magical bond between them and Leeson, meanwhile, hopes nursing will give his body health benefits. However, critics on social media have criticized the pair for sexualizing breastfeeding. It's idiots like these two that are making it difficult for breastfeeding mothers to do so without shame or ridicule. They are only increasing the sexualization of breastfeeding. There are no medical benefits for adults to consume breast milk. Breast milk is for babies, one woman wrote on Facebook. So... Look, if this couple wants to do this consensually in their own home, I see no problem with it. We just, we don't need to know about it. Maybe. You can keep things to yourself or stay on the community forums. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, I know this isn't accurate, but it's like part of me is like, isn't that breast milk gross because it's old? (laughs) Like, I honestly, I've never heard that you could do that, trick your body into breastfeeding. Yes. Oh, Uh, yes. That seems like so much work. Yeah, I mean... Like, you don't need the hormones, like, uh, to stimulate the breast Look, I know that you can do that, but I don't know exactly yeah. uh, how, but I know it's possible. Uh, but it seems also, like... Also, can't you just suck on the tits? <laughs> like, what is the milk apps because? because he's a bodybuilder. Because he needs his gains? Because like, he's, pr- he's protecting his gains with titty milk. It's so crazy. Like, you can suck on the tits all day. And just pretend the milk's coming. Like, right. I don't know. Uh, anyway. I just thought... Like, was... I get it if it's already coming and your 
boyfriend yeah. or whatever wants to taste it or something. I, this like, apparently is her lifelong dream. Okay. To, I mean, good to, for her. To be a breastfeeder to her adult boyfriend. It's getting harder and harder to come up with uh, new kinks. And I think <laughs> she's going to get more and more wild <laughs> as, as everything becomes normalized, right? Like, yeah. We have another drunken Florida person. Ugh. This is from the smoking gun, naked lawyer busted for bar antics. Once again. <laughs> After uh, this is Desi's aunt is in the news. <laughs> After she was refused service by a bar manager, a drunken Florida lawyer went into the restroom and then emerged unclothed and completely <laughs> naked. Okay, <According> see? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> People want to get naked in public. It's also sort of like uh, I feel like it's a very rebellious statement, right? Like oh, there's yeah. nothing more rebellious than being naked in public. Have you seen somebody naked in public before? Oh, you, you from New York. Oh yeah. I've definitely seen someone naked in public. Yeah. But only like one time do I think it was very aggressive. Yeah. Uh, like rather than just seeing someone's dick fall out the bottom of their shorts or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like fully naked. Right. For sure. Uh, but I, I, yeah, so this, this is like, um, she did like a little magic act. She went into the bathroom clothed, came out naked. Yeah. Like, ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> a perfor- this is a performance. Oh yeah. I would She's say. making a statement. She's for definitely sure. making a statement. According to an arrest report, Kelly Elkins, 49, entered the beach lounge in St. Pete Beach at around 2.15 a.m. Friday, but was intoxicated to the point the manager refused to serve her. Instead of departing, Elkins walked into the restroom and then came back out into the bar unclothed and completely naked. When Elkins, seen at right, refused the manager's request to get dressed, cops were summoned. Upon arriving at the bar, Pinellas County Sheriff noted that Elkins was still naked and had to be repeatedly told to get dressed, but the attorney would only put on a hoodie, which she did not zip up. <laughs> Wait, can I see her? Yes. She, her, her mugshot's incredible. Oh, my God. I love her. She's smirking for the camera. Like, yeah. you, you like that? She looks like a Florida lady. She's your aunt. Maybe. <laughs> my aunts aren't lawyers. <laughs> Uh, Elkins okay she would not zip up her hoodie Elkins the cop reported claimed she was too tired to put on her pants I get that I get that (laughs) I totally understand that that's a great t-shirt too tired to put on my pants So she was admitted to the Florida bar in 2001 she's also a licensed real estate broker I'll wonder- tell you another bar she's not admitted to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I hope her hangover is She must gone. have a... See, now I'd like to interview her, like, because that's probably, like, affecting her career. Because both of her careers, real estate and law, she needs clients to respect her, right? <laughs> <laughs> you imagine seeing your realtor in this new story. <laughs> I wonder if we came across this lady when we worked... When we used oh. to work for that real estate <laughs> company, like, we wrote some bullshit profile of her, probably. We, we, and she's a she's she's a getting drunk and nude in bars, and we were like, she loves charity. <laughs> <laughs> getting uh, fired from that job was like a low point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh even, it's not. I mean, I guess I got let go, but it still felt like a you're too stupid even for yeah. this job. They're weird. 
Anyway. I mean, that was a weird place. Uh, okay. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. I want to give a shout out to listener Tim. Your sister Dana wrote in and wanted to congratulate you on your one year sober birthday. Congratulations. Congratulations, I'm, I'm Tim. So, I'm so proud of you, Tim. That's amazing. That first year, I know from personal experience, it can be very intense. Sometimes you just don't know what the fuck is going on. So I'm really proud of you. For getting through this first year, especially during a pandemic. Oh my God, I can't imagine. Your sister's very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. I'm sure Desi's very proud of I'm you too. I'm very proud of you. And happy birthday. We say happy birthday in like Southern California. They don't usually say that, but happy anniversary. He's okay. originally, it says he lived in LA for a while. So maybe he knows that. Now he's in Portland. Anyway... Congratulations. That is a huge accomplishment. And I hope you uh, had something delicious to eat. Yeah. And thank I would. You, thank you both for listening to the show. Um, I also realized we had a shout out for this week for um, a birthday shout out for someone's cat. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so I just want to make sure we honor this cat's birthday. Okay. This is from one of our listeners. Her name is Camille. Her kitty is turning 14 on the <gasps> 22nd of February, and she wanted us to give this cat a, a, birth, a birthday shout-out. Can I His see His name it? is Little Wing, a.k.a. Little Wing Chun Wing, and a.k.a. Chun. Can he we, has a bunch of names. Can we see a picture for the, of the uh, cat? Yeah, it's a really... Oh, there's... there's she had the kitten baby since it was a kitten. Oh, There's another little baby picture. Aww. And now he's a big little tabby. He's... Oh, uh, there's another picture. Happy birthday, little wing. Aw, he's so... Is it a boy? I can't remember. I don't... Oh, she. So it's a girl. Um, she's really cute. She's a very tiny girl. She is tiny. Yeah, she's little. I like that. 
Um, thank you, Camille. Happy birthday. I hope Happy I hope birthday. you gave her gave her some churros, <laughs> whatever meat sticks. Those her things are so pop. It's like gogurt for cats. Yeah, absolutely. I, I need to I, get some. I've never gotten them before. I told you I've given cats at the rescue those. And even the ones who are, are very unsocial will come right over and like come up to me. Like it, it is, Yeah. He wow. was like uh, licking it and he would also bite it because he didn't know how to lick it, I Aww. guess. It was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then other aggressive cats would push him away and I would make sure to give him some. Aww. Uh, so yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, Desi, what did you watch this week? What did I watch? Oh, I finally watched House of Gucci last night. How was it? Look, it's very disappointing. <laughs> I don't know how they made this story so dull. But that being said, uh, I do think it's worth watching because the acting is definitely a little uh, out of control. <laughs> uh I definitely felt like, was am I allowed to laugh at this Italian act? Because <laughs> it almost seems anti-Italian. That's how bad it is. Everyone's accent is all over the place. Uh, Jared Leto honestly saves the movie because his performance is so bizarre, but he is fully committed. And of all the people in the movie, he's pretty much the only one who does a consistent job, at least. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, and then my favorite part was when the movie was over. Well, first of all, this story is just so interesting to me and I don't know how they managed to make this movie so dull. Like that's sort of what was shocking to me. Right. I mean, I watched it obviously, but the, um, the last, like the end credit song came on and I was like, is this a real, I, I, I was like, I have a vague memory of this existing, but I haven't heard it in forever but it almost seemed like another joke. What was the song? <laughs> it was, it was, um, you know, a song. It was Tracy Chapman singing that "I'm Sorry" song. I don't know the title. I'm sorry. Oh. Da, 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 they ended da, on a Tracy Chapman. But song? it was with Pavarotti. Oh. <laughs> what? So she's singing her beautiful voice, singing that song. I'm sorry. There's yeah. all da 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 da. And then he'd come on. He'd be like, "The world's up." <laughs> <laughs> like an opera voice and I was like what is happening because I have of course I had taken edible so I'm like is this fucking real like I had to like go I was like Tracy Chapman and Pavarotti have a duet together or did they put these together like in editing right and it, it was some like charity performance where Pavarotti sang with a lot of pop stars but the voice qualities are so absurdly different yeah. that it just sound. I was like, I was like, what are they like? Let's how do we make this Italian? Let's throw Pavarotti. On it. it just seems so. I you guys have to listen to the song. It is wild. Like anyway, honestly, they should have just ended with like when the moon. Hits you. <laughs> it was yeah. It was basically the equivalent of that, but it was such a weird choice. The movie does have a lot of eighties uh, and nineties jams going through it yeah so the music is definitely there like there was a scene where they're in the church and they're getting married and the organs playing and i was like i thought to myself i was like every time i hear organ playing in a church i'm always like i always think faith's gonna start <laughs> and then faith started oh my god <laughs> but you know when you hear yes. church where you're like it's yes. gotta da, 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 da. yes and then it did start but i was like it was way longer than the normal intro that's yes. why i didn't think it was that uh, anyways, so it's like, yeah, there's things there, but it was just ultimately a dull movie, which right. sucks because it's it could have been camp, but they didn't yeah. go for that. Right. Um, 
I mean, Jared Leto went for camp, but no one else did. It was like everyone was in a different movie. Do you know when that happens? That's whatever you, your review of it is every review I've seen of this movie. Okay, good. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. I wish it was better because I was really excited to see it. And I would love to see Jared Leto's performance or Leto, uh, Isolated. I would just watch the whole. If someone did that on YouTube, I'd watch it because it is crazy. <laughs> I love it. Um, I was telling Desi before the show that something really terrible happened on season five of The Good Wife, and I'm really upset about it. I'm very pissed. This yeah. isn't going to be, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but something fucking awful happened, and I'm angry about it. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to go. I, I looked up immediately after like that episode ended. I'm like, is this show going to end soon? Um, there's two more seasons. <laughs> like, yeah. how are they going to go on now? Well, I, I told Rachel that that's where I think I stopped watching. Yeah. Uh, so I might go back and finish the last two seasons. I mean, just it's for still, whatever. there's still interesting shit happening and it's a good, great show, whatever. But I'm upset. No, it's upsetting. I'm very upset. Very upsetting uh, moment for the show. Yeah. I don't think anyone disagrees. They, know, the they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They know what uh, tragedy I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about... Do you have anything else? I don't think so. Should we talk about Lowry's? Oh, yeah. I completely forgot. We have to talk about Lowry's. Okay. We took Brendan to Lowry's of Beverly Hills. Yeah. We had never been there before. It's an LA institution. We were the youngest people dining in there. It's famous for the salt. <laughs> The Lowry, seasoned salt. You know the brand. You know the seasoning salt brand. There's actually a restaurant that was there first. Yeah. And it first opened in Beverly Hills in 1938. Uh, it is famous for prime rib. It's famous for prime rib, which we all ordered. And it's uh, they even had the seasoned salt on the table in the plastic container. That's what... <laughs> That's what made me laugh out loud. As soon as we sat down, we see these little plastic containers of seasoning salt and seasoning pepper. That, like not in a silver chalet. No. <laughs> like it looks like just straight from the grocery store. Yeah. And they're sitting on at this white tablecloth place. This is a very old-fashioned place. And I don't mean old-fashioned in that they've kept the integrity of the original design from the 30s. I mean that somebody came in there when they redid the building in 1996 and they said, let's make this look like Las Vegas circa the mid-90s and never update it. No, and it's also old-fashioned in regard to the type of service you're getting. Oh, yes. Like you have the two two servers helping you... uh, Everything is table side, like they make yeah. the salad table side, and it's career waiters. Yes. Uh, so the our wait our waiter had been there for twenty five years, right? So she knew all, you know, the scoop about what happened to other restaurants and what happened at this place. Uh, I like that type of restaurant so much. I just love an old school restaurant like Me that. Too. Um, they're always really expensive, but it's kind of worth it for a special occasion. So, um, let's talk about what we ate. Okay. So we got, we got an hors d'oeuvre, we got appetizer. That appetizer was fantastic. Yeah. It was the shrimp corn jalapeno fritters. And it had the best remoulade remoulade sauce that I've ever had. It It was was so good. It was so good. I, I, 
as we were eating them, I, I said I could eat a, like a huge bucket of these to myself. Oh, easily. Because like, that sauce was like addictive. It was so good. They were very well done. That might have been my favorite thing we ate that night. Yeah, it was unusual too. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, is it going to be good here? Right. Because it's like sort of not in their wheel. It's like a little outside of the um, typical stuff they serve there, which is very classic. And they don't have too many things on the menu at Lowry's. It's a pretty, which is a good sign. It's a concise yeah. menu. Obviously, they're famous for their prime rib, so we ordered the prime rib. This is not uh, a food that I eat often at all. I probably eat it once every three years or something. And Well, oh, it's expensive. Yeah, it's fucking expensive. Uh, and it's, you don't cook it at home. No. No one does, unless it's like Christmas or something. Right. Uh, it comes with... Yorkshire pudding, which we have talked about how much we love Yorkshire pudding on this show before. Horseradish. That literally made me and Rachel in pain. It was so powerful. She was... <laughs> the, the It comes with horseradish and it came with two horseradishes. One was the spicy and one was the more mild horseradish. It was like cut with cream. Probably. Yes, yeah. it was cut with cream. And... She, I'm like, well, give me the spicy one. I can take it. Yeah. Dude, that was a spicy fucking horse. It was radish. like they freshly grated it or something. I know they didn't, but it tasted it was, like fresh. It was like when you grated. have wasabi and you're in pain because it goes up your nose, like the scent or something. I ate the biggest fucking chunk of it. So yeah. I was like, my nose was running pretty You bad. warned me and, and I didn't eat did I it. didn't eat that much and I still stumbled over in pain. <laughs> I mean it kind of feels Good pain, but yeah. like definitely painful. Uh, me and Brendan got martinis and then we had some wine. Uh, we also got like a bunch of sides because there wasn't that many appetizers. We decided to kind of go hard on the sides. Yeah. So we got French fries, uh, creamed spinach, creamed corn. Was that all? That's it. Uh huh. Oh, but, and I got a baked potato. Oh, and Desi. <laughs> I forgot. I'm buried the lead. Desi, Desi got a baked potato because the Lowry's prime rib dinner comes with prime rib, Yorkshire pudding, the horseradish side, and mashed potatoes with gravy. Well, Desi said, I don't want the mashed potatoes and gravy. I will pay extra to have a baked potato with all the fixings. Yeah. And that's Money what is she no did. object <laughs> that for was, when it comes to getting a baked potato. We were going to splurge. <laughs> We're there for a celebration. And you know what? It was delicious. It was very fun. We also got dessert afterwards. Right. So Brendan got a um, special dessert. They sang, well, they didn't sing happy birthday, but we We sang happy birthday to him. It was a a raspberry trifle. Yeah. It was really good. It was good. And then I got a creme brulee and you got a apple pie. A la mode. A la mode. I thought the creme brulee was good. Yeah, my apple pie was good. I love a you know warm any warm fruit pastry. I'm I'm sign me up. I really liked the trifle. I thought it was really I did tasty. Too. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I'm glad we finally went. We found out another restaurant we really wanted to go to had closed. The Stinkin' Rose, which is a garlic themed <laughs> garlic themed restaurant. I guess I, I have been there. I know. I'm so I, mad. I went there when I was 19 and. I don't remember the food, but I was very drunk when I was 19. Well, we're going to try to go to a restaurant like this maybe once a month. Maybe it'll be a longer. Yeah. But uh, like a classic LA restaurant. Something we wouldn't normally go to because you don't think about... It's just you want to go to the new cool restaurants. Right. Although there are some new cool restaurants I want to go to. I really want There's to go. There's really a lot of new cool well, restaurants I want to go I to, I want to too. go to Horses. Oh, which one's that? It's in Hollywood. What is the food? 
It's like elevated, like I think it's like American food. Oh, horse! I or maybe heard it's of it. English food. Whatever. Horses. It's like a new. It's an. I've wanted to go to it since okay. it opened. I haven't heard of but it, but I want. I want to go. We'll look at the menu together. We'll put a um together a new restaurant and an old school restaurant list. Yes, I think we should do that. We'll make a fucking. <laughs> Chart. We want to go to Spago. Yeah, That's we, on our list. We've never been to Spago. I think we can do little uh, history bonus episodes on Patreon about the history of the restaurants we go to. That's a great idea. We'll tell them. We'll tell you everyone what we ate on the mains or the mini, but we can do like a little history of the restaurants. Right. They all have kind of cool histories, um, I think. Yeah. Very cool. Because we saw Lowry's portrait. I need to ask my dad if he went to Lowry's when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. Because we talked about how, like, I'm sure my... If it was there since 1938, I'm sure my grandma went there. It's a very famous restaurant. She had to have gone there. And it's very uh, Hollywood business lunch. Yes. uh, And then family dinner type place. Yeah. Like, obviously, if you have money for it. Right. Um, But, like, uh, for sure. You can picture old school Hollywood meetings happening there. Yeah. Because it's in Beverly Hills. So it's like agents probably, yeah. <laughs> like stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it was very fun. We'll, um, we'll, uh, <laughs> well, I was just think- I was thinking about, I, I'm thinking about restaurants I want to go to. I'm getting hungry. I'm well, hungry. What was the Mexican, are they, oh, Yucatan K- or? Katine. Okay. Yeah. That place there's looked a new, good. There's a new restaurant in Hollywood specializing in Yucatan food, which I love. Yeah, me too. I love it. And so I want to go there too. Yeah. It looks good. Let's start going. We'll go out and it'll force us to go out once every month or month and a half or whatever. To new places we haven't been to. Yes. Because we, we have our old standbys that Yeah, we, we can't go to, yeah, like Moza and whatever. We know what they taste like and we love them and we'll always return to them, but we have to make a commitment. A new place. I want to try new places. That doesn't mean we can't go to old places too. Oh, we'll still yeah. eat the fuck out of those places. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we'll eat them from behind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah, that's it. Did, did you eat anything else good? Nothing topped that meal. No, I mean, that's my big, that was my big thing of the week. I had a lot of prime rib left over because, of course, we ordered, because there's like an option for the, a lighter portion. And, of course, we had to get like the... Uh, well, they did say that's the most common. We got the most common portion. But it was a lot. We, I could have, next time I will definitely get the small portion. I put the rest, I because I only ate about half of it. So the next day I took the rest of that prime rib from the night before, and I just grilled it up in my cast iron skillet. Yeah. And it was delicious. It's the best cut. I love it. It's so flavorful. It's very fatty. Yeah. I like a fatty cut of beef. That's a ribeye, like in a steak form. Like the steak form is the ribeye. Yes. So that's why ribeye is my favorite steak, because it's I, basically prime rib. I need it to have a lot of fat in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. That fat, when that sizzles in the pan. Ugh. Get out of so, here. There's the thing on the prime rib too where it's like you have the big center, but then there's the little strip that's I right love by that the part. fat. <laughs> that part is so good. good. That's like, that's what you're paying for. Yeah. <laughs> that's the expensive part. It's so tasty. It's delicious. Um, okay, cool. Anyway, we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.